Hello, baseball fans. This week's podcast is brought to you by Blackmore Entertainment Group, a full-scale promotion firm that hosts sponsors and promotes various events and concerts. We have DJs and event planners who are able to plan, coordinate, and execute your event. Music and entertainment is our business. We love to make it your pleasure. I can smell the fame, fame. Money, here I come. Straight to a pro from a ballpark. Come on in, guys. Sit down, grab a seat, do whatever it is you do. Listen to this podcast. Um, this is episode three of the Ballpark Bums. Uh, today's episode's going to be a very special one. As uh, most of you know, listening, today's the uh, final day of the Major League Baseball first-year player draft. And uh, our, today's guest is uh, Eric Marchick, who's uh, one of the hopefuls to get drafted in this third day. Um, I, Eric's a close personal friend of mine. I've known him for a really long time. And I was glad to actually get him to sit down and talk about his life in baseball thus far and what he hopes to get out of playing baseball in the future. Um, So we'll get to that interview in a little bit. Uh, First off, we're going to do the baseball moment of the day brought to you by Attitude Designs. Custom, quality, fun screen printing since 2000. If you'd like more information on how to get your logo on a t-shirt or a sweater, please visit AttitudeDesigns.com. A hander for the Giants throws. And that's it! The Giants are world champions as they come pouring out of the dugout. Circling Brian Wilson. The bullpen. Flying in from left center field. Dancing. Hugging. And celebrating for all you Giants fans, wherever you are, Giants fans, this party is just getting started. For those of you that couldn't figure that out, that was the final pitch of the San Francisco Giants 2010 World Series Championship. We're going to take a little commercial break, and we will be back with Eric Marchick. Okay, you're sitting with the family looking for something to do and just about giving up. Nothing on a tube, dinner and a flicker too expensive, and after a long day work, roller skate, you just ain't going to cut it. Finally, bang, you got it. The heavens part, angels sing, you're ready to accept your parent of the year award, and it rolls off your tongue like a freaking line from Shakespeare. Miners baseball. Family fun that fits any budget. Come out for an all-star summer and, of course, those big, juicy ballpark hot dogs. It's not just baseball. It's an experience. Dig the excitement with the Southern Illinois Miners. SIMiners.com. Do you get nervous yet, or are you just more anxious? I'm just anxious, man. I mean, I've done all I can do. Yeah. No, I mean, I've had a couple tryouts, and, I mean, everything was good. Everything was live. I mean, all they said was just nothing but good things. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's just like, well, I'm just sitting around with my phone on my ass. I got nothing to do, so... I mean, you can always live on that last or that last college or the last game you played it for uh, St. Joe's. That was a really good performance. I mean, I'm glad I got to come out there and see that. Yeah, me too. I felt bad because I saw you, and the next thing you know, we were leaving. Yeah. And I was like, shit. And then I didn't know if you were coming back. And then next thing you know, I was like, oh, okay, well, he went home. I was like, damn it. I was, I was going to come out to you with you guys, then I was like, fuck, I got like a two-hour drive home. By the time we get done eating, it's starting to rain. I was just like, you know what? Yeah. We'll figure something else out because trying to stick around and not knowing if, how bad it's going to storm, I was like, it's not worth it, so. Yeah, that's true. But uh, you ready to do this thing? 
Yeah, I mean, how are we doing this? Are we doing it just like this? Yeah, it's pretty much going to be something like just casual conversation because, I mean, that's ultimately what I want it to be like. So, um, well, I mean, for people that don't know who you are because you're relatively unknown just coming out of college, what's your, like, history with baseball? I mean, I know we played Little League together, Uh and then you went to Lansing, stuff like that. Just for people listening that don't know who you are, give kind of your... I mean, like, like what do you want to know? Like, you want to know, like, how basically I played, I basically caught and played first base more than I actually pitched? Yeah, stuff like that. Like, I mean, you started off playing Little League because you're, well, your dad, or how'd you get your start in baseball? Like, who got, it really influenced you to play baseball and stuff like that? It was my dad when we were, what, like, five, five or six? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it was my dad when I was five, and then, I like, are we are we live right now? Yeah, I just started recording as soon as we got on, just in case something cool I happened. I got you. So, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm, like, don't know what's going on, but, like, you just, you're recording this, and then you go back and, like, you edit everything? Yeah. That's, that's what's going to happen is I'm going to edit everything together and uh-huh. put it, uh, actually tomorrow I got a meeting with a programming manager and we're uh, supposed to talk about putting this actually on the radio so it'll be uh, where at down in Florida yeah down in Florida that's sick man yeah so it'll be I'm proud of you cool hopefully he yeah. likes what I have to offer hopefully he likes these interviews so let's hope so man um Okay, well, I'll just start off. Um, I mean, my dad introduced me to the game. He uh, he was a left-handed pitcher, threw kind of hard, always thought that he was kind of one of those special guys because he threw a knuckleball. And uh, he got me interested when I was a little, real little kid. Obviously, I'm a White Sox fan, go south side. But it started around the age five or six, uh, I really, I really enjoyed playing everywhere. I was, I was the kid that wanted to play everywhere. I wanted, to, I wanted every play, stuff like that. But it really wasn't until I'd say maybe my 16-year-old years when I actually really started to learn the game of baseball. Yeah. Like there's, there's a difference between playing the game and knowing the game. And you really don't realize that until you actually sit down and actually look at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, even, like, when we were playing Little League together, you were always that one guy that took baseball a little bit more serious than the rest of us. Like, guys like me, Josh, even Stockman, we were just out there having fun. You were always the guy that was out there taking it a little bit more serious than the rest of us. I really wasn't sure why, but now that I see where you you are where you are. It all really makes sense. So, so it wasn't the fact that I was trying to trying to be better than everybody. It was just the fact of having fun for me was winning. You know. Yeah. You yeah. know. You know me. You know I'm that real competitive guy. Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, even even anything. We were just sitting down playing PlayStation. You know me. Like I love to win. That was it. Yes. Yes, you do. I. It was just, it seemed like baseball was the one thing you always took a little bit more serious than everything else because 
I could, when growing up, I saw your passion in it. Like, even when we could get to take a break from playing baseball and start playing street hockey or whatever else we got into, it was always that competitive side. I just, and it was always drew back to baseball. I, it was just always really interesting to me. Um, I mean, I couldn't agree with you anymore. It, it almost, there, there was a little bit of a time, I'd say maybe like my freshman, sophomore year in high school when things were kind of rough for me and I really wasn't doing that well in school. Like I kind of, kind of was getting sick of baseball a little bit. But now it's just like I just want to play, and that's all I want to do, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, like I haven't had a day off in, I would say, almost three years. Yeah, because, I mean, you were – I was just reading an article on you. Talk, I think it was from the beginning of the 2010 season saying they, they were really putting pressure – were really counting on you to carry them into – or. By them, I mean St. Joe's, is which is where you went to college. You just recently graduated, for people listening that don't know. Um, and they were – they didn't, like, directly say this, but they were saying that they were counting on you to lead – that you guys had a young rotation in 2010. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah. Um, and they were really counting on you to kind of be the ringleader of that. Yeah. What had, what had happened is when I came in, we were we were really dominant – in pitching and for everybody that's listening I attended St. Joseph's I graduated from TF South High School in Lansing, Illinois in 2008 and went to from St. Joe's from what you can say is the 2008-2009 season and recently just graduated in May of 2012 but I came in and we were really senior dominated my freshman year and it was to the point where I made a JV start because we had a JV program at our school, which was a, it's a small D2 school in Rensselaer, Indiana. And after my success down at the JV level, my head coach, Rick Odette, told me that he wanted me to come up into the bullpen. And I came up into the bullpen maybe through like two or three games, and then I had such good stuff that he actually made me into a starter. And ever since probably the end part of my freshman year, he, I was one or two starter, which was an awesome accomplishment for me. Yeah. And now um, you were saying that uh, your freshman and sophomore year of high school, like, I mean, this was at a point where I had just started college and you were starting high school, and so I wasn't really a part of your baseball career, I guess you could say. Like, I mean, we'd talk or whatever, but I wasn't really, like, going to your games or whatnot. Um, why? Why was it? Why was it a hard time in your life? Like, why was? What was going on? Or I mean, I mean, it was. How old were you when you were a freshman in high school? Fourteen, fifteen, something like 14, that. Fifteen. Yeah. I mean, it was. Um, it was a big time at home. I mean, my parents had just recently split up, and it was just hard for me because I was starting to get into that new environment. Really didn't know too many people. Um, all those older kids at TSL, like, really, like, intimidated me. <laughs> and it was getting to the point where we weren't that good in baseball, and I was having trouble with the losing fact of it. And there were times at the end of the season where I just didn't want to play anymore. Wasn't that right around the time you made the transition from uh, Linwood to Lansing? Was that when your mom 
plucked you from your house in Linwood and you guys moved to Lansing? Yes, that is correct, because that was my freshman year. All that happened, and there was a big mess, huge mess. Because I remember uh, John Flowers made a big deal about you. Or No, because you started playing Lansing Little League before you moved to Lansing, yeah. right? And I, when I was 13, yeah. And John Flowers made a big deal about that. I remember that going around town for a while. And <laughs> I'm glad I could be the talk for a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> What was, like, I mean, I, Linwood, it was a little town. What, for you, what was being able to play Linwood, play Linwood baseball, Little League baseball from, when, when, did, when did you start, like, five, six, something like that? Yeah, so, five, six, twelve. I think, actually, the other day I was cleaning my room, I found our team pitcher. Remember nice. the Homewood Disposal team? Yes. That was, that was fun, wasn't it? Yep, we were so good, we stunk. That was... <laughs> yeah. So. But... I mean, like what the transition was? Are you talking about? Yeah, like what was the what was like the transition from playing Linwood baseball to Lansing baseball? Because I mean, it always seemed like Lansing was that's what they focused on. And I don't know, I, just yeah. like, what was transitioning towns like that almost like for you? Well, it was it was really different because you know we kind of had that Linwood Lansing rival yeah. a little bit. And, I mean, at the same time, it was a little bit different because I was 12 when I played with Linwood, so we were still on 43-foot mounds or 46, what is it, 43, 46? Yeah. Whatever, and then 60-feet bases. And then when I went to play in Lansing, we were 60-feet mounds, 90-feet bases. Yeah. You know, so... So you kind of made that transition from, like, when you go from Little League to, I don't know, what is it, Upper League or whatever you want to call it? That's kind of when you made your transition to Linwood to Lansing. Yeah, it was actually. Um, I believe. I believe it's the start of Babe Ruth. when you came thirteen, because yeah. thirteen is the is the big time bases and the sixty feet six inches mile. Yeah. So I mean that right there was a big transition in that, and then for me to come over. And, like, Linwood only had one or two teams, and you come over to Lansing, and Lansing's got six to eight teams, and there's kids that I've never even heard of. And I come in here, and everybody's, like, got that hype about me, you know, which was pretty cool at the time when I was 13, and I was like, how do these people know my name, you know? But it was, yeah, I mean, Linwood and Lansing is small areas, so, I mean, if... Your name gets out there, and it gets out there relatively quick. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And that's still how it is today. Yeah. That's kind of why I'm glad I got out of that area. I mean, just somewhere different. Come on now. Don't start hating on Lansing. No, I'm not. I'm not. This Mr. Florida boy over here. Something like that, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, like, who's your influence? Like, I should know this, but... Uh, like, who did you uh, model yourself after playing baseball? Like, the pros. Like, if you look at your favorite pro players, who did you try and model yourself after, like, playing-wise? I mean, it was it was really hard for me to find a player that I really liked when I was growing up, you know? Yeah. Because I caught. I played first base. I played third base. Like, I played everywhere. And I also pitched, too. So, when I was little and I was coming up, I always wanted to be like Frank Thomas. I wanted to be that guy in the middle of the order, hit dingers like it was my job, yeah. you know? Of course. Frank Thomas is a good role model, but... 
Oh, yeah, exactly. And then when I really stopped playing the field a little bit, got more into catching, I just studied and watched uh, Pudge Rodriguez. Okay. He was, a, he was a great guy to watch. If you ever get the chance to, I know most of you guys know who I'm talking about. but He just recently retired, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I believe it was, was it earlier this year? Or was it yeah, I think year? it was like uh, about a month ago he retired. He retired with the Rangers, I believe. Yes, he did. Did you see Mags retired the other day? I didn't see that. I was... Yeah, with Detroit. Dang, that's... Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He had, feel old. He had 309 in his career. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. But going back to that, I mean, Pud was a really good big guy that I really liked. And then... I'm not ashamed to say this, but when I really started getting into pitching, my big idol was Roger Clemens. Okay. Um, yeah. No reason to be ashamed of that. I mean, he was a good pitcher, but... He was a great pitcher. And the thing was, is he dominated for so long. Yeah. And he was a great guy. I just I just kind of wish that this stuff didn't pop up about him, you know? Yeah, it's I don't a, know. It's a shame how some of that stuff can kind of, like, tarnish a guy's career. Yeah. We, I was actually having a talk about this the other day, and uh, what do you think? What's your take on Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? Yes or no? I think he should. I mean, he, I mean, he's been punished as like. I mean, I don't know. I think they should just like let bygones be bygones and let him in. I mean, he deserves I, it. He's the hit king. I agree. And the thing is, is that record will never be broken. No, not at all. Yeah. And the thing is, is if he doesn't get let in by the time he passes away, I think that they should let him in after he passes. Yeah. Or somebody should give him a shot as an announcer and just let him in as an announcer on a technicality. I mean... Yeah. I mean, that can work, too. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's just a... I don't know. It's a totally different subject. Crazy. Crazy subject. I mean... But, I mean, Pete Rose, he definitely deserves it. So, I mean, we'll see what they do. Because, I mean, there was talk, I think it was last year or two years ago, there was talks of letting him in. They were talking about lifting his ban. Really? Yeah. I I think it was, like, 2009, maybe 2010 they were talking about it. But, obviously, nothing ever came of it. So. Yeah. But, back to, like, growing up. Now, your dad and Uncle Steve, right, they play or they had opportunities to play professional baseball, right? If I remember correctly. Um, I'm not so much sure about my uncle, uh-huh. but I know that my dad did. Okay. And my dad was a good lefty, lefty pitcher. I think he was high 80s, maybe low 90s. Okay. He was a little guy. Um, I mean, he got some interest from a couple teams, but then when they were talking to him, he was 24 years old. Yeah. And they said that if he was younger, that they would have gave him some more looks, but he was just officially too old, which is kind of scary, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're only 22, though, so. Yeah, 22. But, I mean, I don't know. Times have changed. Baseball's a different game, but hopefully I'm just fortunate for anything that comes my way. Yeah. Because I always remember... uh, I think it was one night we were at your dad's place. We were we were up. It had to be like two, three in the morning, and your uncle Steve comes over. Probably, he was probably pretty drunk because 
he was. I remember this. Was this in my dad's kitchen? Yeah, this is in your dad's kitchen. I think it was just you and me, or was Josh maybe there? Uh, I think it might have been me and you. Yeah, and your mm-hmm. uncle Steve is going on a rant about how if he had to relive his life, he would give up smoking and drinking. Because <laughs> didn't he like break it? He broke his toe or something in college playing baseball, or yeah. something. Something of that nature. Do you you remember this story a little bit better than I do? Yeah, he uh <laughs> So he goes he comes in and he's all drunk and blah 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 and he's like, Yeah He's like, I had a real good chance, but one weekend I went away with my friends and we were in the hotel room and one of my idiot friends pulled out a cabinet that had like a crowbar on the bottom of it and <laughs> they went out during the day and when they got back, all the lights were off, and he decided that he was going to be the first one to walk in the place. And he cracked his ankle on the crowbar and broke his ankle. And, like, the next week he had a tryout, and he couldn't go because he had a broken ankle. So, remember, uh, we created that game, Soccer Battle? Yes, Soccer Battle. Easily uh, and the best game we ever came up with. Yeah, for those of you that are listening, uh, Soccer Battle was kind of just... A game that we created, what was it, me, you, and like five other guys only knew it? Yep. And it was with ping pong paddles and a or a uh, Nerf soccer ball thing. Maybe. Yeah, Nerf soccer ball. And what we had is my uncle made me two like street hockey nets. And when we weren't playing with them, we would put them down in my basement. And maybe the basement was how far apart were the nets? Like 15 feet. 15 feet, something like that. It wasn't very far. 10, 15 feet at the most. And what it is, is it was just like, you couldn't touch the ball with your hands, and your ping pong paddle was your hockey stick. And you were the goalie. It was just one-on-one, and you play on your knees. And remember, like, we would be done playing, and we would just have blisters. Oh, yes. I remember I'd get them on my feet. Like, if I was playing without shoes. If like if we were playing out without shoes, I'd get them on my feet. Yeah. And I'd go home and my mom would be like, the hell do you guys do? I was like, we're playing soccer panel. Hey, it got to the point where we would get so intense, we all had to start wearing cups because we were just going out for each other. Yeah, you know, you know, I remember that was some crazy times. but oh, That wasn't crazy times. That was good times. Yes, good times. that too. I remember... Uh, Remember the time we dented your mom's, or the uh, awning over your garage playing street hockey? No, we weren't playing street hockey, we were playing kickball. Oh, we were playing kickball, that's what it was. Remember that? Yes, it was We, me. like, just started, too. Yeah, and then your word, somebody <laughs> fouls it off their foot, and it's like, oh, crap, how are we going to explain this one? <laughs> I, either your mom or your dad comes home, and they're like... Yeah... Yeah, remember, remember the one time when we were playing street hockey, and my mom really made me mad. And I went inside and I kicked that hole in the wall. Yes, behind the door. Because I walked in shortly after you did it, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, um, yeah, I was, I was so pissed. And then when I did it, I was like, oh man, I'm so screwed for this one. <laughs> yes, yes, that was. But then it like always seemed to revolve right back around to baseball, like. If we got in trouble playing something else, it was like, ah, well, let's go play baseball. And then we'd get in trouble playing baseball in your front yard because your mom had just planted those bushes or whatever. Yeah. Remember when she used to yell at us for playing in the bushes or getting the ball stuck in the bushes or whatever? Yeah. And so, I mean, 
And then we would, like, hit balls in the other person's yard, and, like, we'd hit their houses and stuff. Yeah. And, and then so your mom, mom would be like, well, you guys got to go to the baseball field because you can't play here anymore. I'm like, yeah. I think that was a big thing, too, why I loved the game so much, you know? We only lived a block away from the baseball fields. Yeah. yeah. Climbing up that hill, that was... Yeah. They were so easy to get to. It was unreal. Yeah. And then, uh... That's, and then you... Or I moved away. My parents moved to Lansing. So that kind of put the kibosh on that one. Yeah, I know. And then you, uh... You moved to Lansing. Yep. I mean, the other side of town, but still. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so what was, like, your last two years of uh, high school baseball? Like, kind of explain that one. Well, in high school, I, I kind of did, I played two sports. Um, I played golf as, as well as baseball. And you played, or you wrestled in your freshman year. Don't forget your one year as a uh, wrestler. Don't forget that one. Yeah, I'm going to try to forget that one. Thanks for reminding me that. But, um, I mean, it was, it was great. My, uh, my junior year, we had a really good, we had a really good team. Mm -hmm. Um, we had three, maybe four good arms. And for a college, or for college, for a high school team, that's really hard to find these days. You know, like most guys have like one or two good arms. If, if most, we had three or four. Yeah. So that was really good for us, and we had a really good chance to actually do something for our school. And what I would do is I, I pitched and caught a lot. So, like, when I was in pitching, I would catch. And then, for example, if I started a game pitching and I came out in the fifth or the sixth, I would go behind the plate and finish the game behind the plate. Yeah, because so in high school, they were still getting you to play in multiple positions, right? Yeah, but it was a lot of wear and tear. There would be days where I would come home and I would sit on the couch and fall asleep sitting up. Yeah. No, it was one of those things. So, I mean, we uh, we had a really good team. We made it to, I think we played second in conference, I believe. Uh-huh. First or second, and then we went to regionals because in Illinois, regionals comes first, then sectionals, then blah, 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 all that other stuff. And we finished... Second or third in regionals. We finished second. We lost to Brother Rice on a terrible play. It was we were winning. We were winning by one run. They had second and third, two outs in the top of the seventh, and they hit a ball up the middle, which would have scored one. And it took a funky hop at Brother Rice High School, which was like their outfield is their football practice field. Yeah, I and, remember hearing some a story about this about how funky their field is. But okay. Yeah. And it, like, hit, like, a crater in center field, bounced over a center fielder's head, and two runs scored, and we lost. It's... So that was really terrible. And then my junior year summer, I played for the Lansing Redbirds, which okay. is, uh, like, an in-house Lansing team because I really didn't go all out and travel and spend all that money for the travel teams. Okay. So I played in-house baseball, and... Late my junior year summer, I committed to St. Joseph's College okay. as a pitcher. So after I committed there, I talked with my coach, and he didn't want me catching anymore. Okay. You wanted so, to be strictly? Strictly pitching. So it was like, but I still wanted to play because I, I still wanted to hit. Like, I, I still, my heart was still in hitting at the time. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to play first base. Okay. 
And my high school coach, Ken Reynolds, really didn't like the fact that I didn't that I couldn't catch anymore. But his just biggest concern was that I was going on to play somewhere else. Yeah, that's... You know, and as a high school co- coach, that's all you can ask for, yeah. you know, that you that you matured players enough to get them to the next level. Now, did you ever do the uh, baseball clinics that uh, Curtis Granderson would do at TF South, who is uh, also a TF South alum, for the people that aren't aware of that? Um, I, I went to I went to one. And it was really, it was really awesome. It was actually, it was actually in the gym of TF South where he came and talked and like described some drills and everything like that. And I was actually kind of like a helper out guy with him. When, so when was this? Like this was, I want to say my junior year in the summer. Okay. Or maybe in the fall of my senior year. Out of high school. Uh-huh. And it was like a big clinic where he came and talked. And, I mean, I got to sit down with him, talk to him one-on-one. It was a great experience. And he's just, he's a great guy. Great guy. Did he uh, say anything to you that, like, really, like, changed your perspective on baseball or helped you, like, mature? Like, did he, was there that one thing that he said that was, like, put everything in perspective for you? I mean, I heard a lot. But his biggest thing was have fun. Yeah, that's like if you don't if you don't enjoy the game or have fun playing it, then there's no reason that you should be associated with it anymore. Yeah, you know. And I mean, I'll tell you what, I can play the thing every day, and I'll have a blast no matter what. Okay. And right. it's just passion for it, you know. Yeah, and that goes back to even playing little league. I mean, I saw your passion for it. So I mean. That's even, where it started, man. That's where it started. Even before we were, I mean, we were always dreaming about being Frank Thomas hitting that game-winning home run for the World Series or whatever. Yep. But, and I mean, and then when we weren't playing because it was too dark out, I'd be playing on video games or something, you know? Yep. Like, it was always, I don't know what it was. I just always wanted to be a part of it. I remember that one time that uh, you, pro- I don't remember why we were out there, but we were out until like 11 o'clock at night playing baseball with uh, Kurt Olson, and it, it was just us out there playing baseball after dinner, and then Kurt Olson, and basically it turned into a giant block party. You, me, Kurt Olson, and a couple other guys just playing baseball. <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, but... For I, so- I, don't, I don't know if I remember that. I, were we playing in the street? No, we were playing in your mom's, uh, in the front yard of your house. <laughs> tearing up the grass. Tearing up the grass, tearing up the bushes. And <laughs> Kurt Olson and I think it was like me, you, maybe Andre was there, and uh, Kurt Olson and a couple of his friends. And we were just outside playing baseball till like 11 o'clock at night. And it was, yeah, it was something I remember. I don't know why, but. Um, but anywho, is it? What was the tra- what was your transition from high school to college? I mean, I know you didn't play varsity your freshman year; you played JV. But like, what was the transition to high school life to college life for you? It was really different, really different. Um, if the you guys out there don't know St. Joe, it's a really small school, like twelve hundred people. 
It's in a really small town with maybe, maybe 4,000 people in the town. Yeah. I mean, basically the school is the town when it's in session, you know? I think that's most college towns. Yeah, but I mean, especially for such a town so small. Yeah. It was just so hard to get used to because, I mean, the movie theaters there closed at like 6.30. Um, there was a bowling alley with like four lanes. So that was real fun. <laughs> yeah. But it was just it was just a big, big, big swing for me. Um, I didn't know anyone going there. All I know was that I was going there to pitch and play baseball. Okay. Um, my first year, my grades really weren't that great. Um, it was a big transition. I really didn't like it there at first because you got the whole thing where you're away from your friends and everybody's, like, gung-ho about, you know, going out, staying out all night, partying, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that just wasn't me. Like, I, I wanted to go to school for education and to play baseball. Yeah. And that's why I chose a small school like that, you know? But sometimes the smaller schools are more dangerous for going out and doing crazy stuff. <laughs> Not this one, believe me. But, I mean, it was really tough. Um, it was really tough. And... I got, like, a 2-4 my first semester. Yeah. My grades were terrible because I wasn't used to being on my own, yeah. you know? And I thought that playing video games and, you know, just hanging out at the baseball field, playing fungo golf for eight hours was what I was going to do. And it wasn't until I came home for Christmas my freshman year where I actually sat down with my mother and talked to her for about two hours just about, like, school and everything. And it made me realize that, yeah, it's going to be hard to be a student athlete and to, like, have good grades and be good at baseball, but I, I can do it. If I set my mind to it, I can do it, you know? We haven't talked about it much, but how has your mom impacted your base career with baseball and just your life in general? Oh, she's up there, top of the line, you know. I mean, my mom played played softball in high school, and I know she knows the game. It's a great thing, but, I mean, it's also cool at the same time because my mom supports me through everything. If I ever need anything, I can talk to her about anything. If I'm having trouble, she'll sit down and talk to me, and she, it's kind of cool, too, because now she understands the game of baseball. Yeah. And, it's awesome how she can sit down with me and talk to me about it, and she's actually really concerned about it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So you I know? remember talking to her at the uh, the uh, Southern Indiana game. She was giving me the ins and the outs of everything that was going on with your baseball, and I was just like, I sat there for five minutes while she told me, or she introduced me to like all your, every, or there's a couple people there that did a uh, summer league your summer leagues um, that were hosts for a couple of summer league people, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Uh, got it. This was like a month ago, so I don't even remember who they were. But, um, but on that note, explain you got or in between your uh, college or during your summer breaks in college, you got to play baseball. What was uh, playing summer ball in travel league or summer travel league in college for like the turfs and all that? It was fun. I mean, my freshman year summer, I really didn't go away. I stayed at home and worked. 
and played in over in Oak Forest, Illinois. Okay. And, I mean, it really wasn't that great of a league, but at the same time, like, I was, I just had to make some money over summer. But, I mean, after my sophomore year and after my junior year, I went down to, after my sophomore year, I went down to this place called Jasper, Indiana. Uh-huh. Which is about 45 minutes east of Evansville, Indiana. Yeah. And played in the Prospect League for the Boys County Bombers. And that was so much fun. So much fun. It's just... It's just such a totally different atmosphere when you get to play baseball at the college level and you don't have to worry about school. Okay. You know? Yeah, 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 I got it. We, mean, played, we played right anywhere between 50 and 60 games, uh-huh. so it was like every day. Okay. It's just awesome to be at the ballpark every day. It's kind of like, uh, what's that movie with, um, not, or Summer, God. Touch? Yeah. Summer catch, yeah, that's exactly like it. Uh, and then you, uh, after playing in uh, Jasper, you went to uh, Harrisburg, right? You got to play. I went oh, after my sophomore year down in Indiana. I went over to uh, Virginia. Okay. It was uh, the Valley League, and I played in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and that was the most fun I've ever had in my whole life. It was. It was a three-month season, and we played right around 50 games, and we were 34. We finished 34 and 19. Yeah. And, I mean, Perfect Game did something on their website where we were the highest, like, we were ranked third in the country for summer teams. Okay, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, I remember reading something about that. Yeah, so, I mean, that was really cool. I had a really successful last summer. I mean, I went 6-0, and made the All-Star team, which was awesome. Uh, I wore my free T-shirt around every every once in a while. You know how that goes, right? Got to love free T-shirts. Oh, yeah, you got to. You can't turn them down either. Even if you're a medium and, and they give you a double X, you, nope. you can't turn it down. It's you, free. You gotta, it, yeah. I remember, got remember saying I'm an extra large. Oh, all we have is mediums. Okay, fine. I'll wear the medium around. <laughs> All right, that'll fit. You cut off the sleeves and make it a workout shirt, right? Yep, I took it to the gym and <laughs> oh man, that was it was a time to have. Or hey, you make it your uh, your your sleeping shirt so that everyone can see your belly button when you're walking around in the morning. Yeah, that too. That's <laughs> but but like now now you finished your what was your senior year like? I mean, I saw your last game and whatnot. And I looked at your stats, and you had good stats. What was your last season? What was going through your head knowing that you got the baseball draft coming up? And, like, what, just explain the whole experience for me. Okay. okay. I'm going to start I'm gonna start a little bit earlier. When I came in as a freshman, I was, let's just say I wasn't in great shape. Okay. Okay. Well, um, you were never really in great shape coming into, like, high school or anything, <laughs> but. You watch your mouth. But <laughs> I would say that I'm about six foot, six foot and a half. Okay. Give or take, right? Yeah. Um, I came in as a freshman. I was somewhere between like 220, 225. And my sophomore year, I got all the way up to 240 pounds. That's like freshman 15 for you. You got to stay away from soft serve. That was like freshman 35. <laughs> it's terrible. But after I realized the fact that 
I couldn't eat whatever I wanted and blah, blah, blah. I actually got a workout routine. Like, it really started my sophomore year and season. Okay. I worked my ass off for the next three years, my sophomore year to my senior year. Like, every day, the only day that I took out would be, took off was in, like, the fall. Okay. I'd take a week off from throwing. That was it. And, I mean, now I'm down to 200 pounds, and I'm probably in the best shape of my life right now. And it couldn't have come at a better time. Exactly. I, uh... At the beginning of the year, I had a little bit of some rough outings. Um, I had I was really sore because I threw I threw my junior year I threw seventy innings and then in the summer I threw seventy more. So I threw one hundred and forty innings and would um, would almost be a season, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and my my arm was just super tired, and I took a little bit more time off than usual. And I think that kind of affected me a little bit in the beginning. But, I mean, the last month and a half, two months of the season, I was right on. Yeah. I mean, I also looked at some of those stats. You also didn't really have that much run support. So, I mean, you can't really blame it all on yourself. But Yeah, I know. I know. It's a a team game, though. So, I'm not going to go throwing anybody under the bus. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know your team, so... I can be completely objective here, and you really didn't have much run support there. I mean, I've seen some of the – I saw some of the score box stuff, so. I mean, it was it was my mentality that every game that I threw, they weren't going to score any runs off me. Okay. Whether I was getting 100 runs a game or if I was getting one, it was always my mentality to not let them score at all. Okay. So that's how I went about every game. All right. It's fair enough. I mean, so it's draft week. What's going through your head right now? Like, I mean, I had, I've had a couple trials in the past two weeks. Okay. Um, my head coach says that there's about eight or ten teams that have put my name in there. Okay. And right now I'm just more anxious than anything. I, I I've done everything that I can. Hopefully, the man upstairs will take care of it, and we'll have nothing to worry about after that. Yeah. So, what have you been doing with you? What it, it's been like a month off already, right? I think maybe. Yeah, yeah right around four weeks coming up. I so, think Sunday. What have you been doing with all your uh, time off? Like, I know you tell me every so often you're going crazy, but. <laughs> yeah, I am going crazy just sitting here. But, I mean,. I mean, every day, like, I'll wake up, eat a good breakfast, and then uh, I'll go work out, um, usually go to the gym for a little bit, and then I usually go up to my high school, which I live five minutes away from, and I actually have a couple of buddies that are still playing, so I call them up, and we go up there, and we just throw the baseball around, and, I mean, I throw about two bullpens a week, and then one of the bullpens is live, so I've just been staying with it. Yeah. And then there'll be, I've gone down to school two or three times and threw a bullpen for my coach just to see how I'm still, like, staying on the same track. Yeah. Which he says I am, so that's a good thing. Yeah. So we're good on that. But I'm just anxious, man. I want to get out of here. I'm yeah. going crazy at home. You're getting mad at me because I said I was glad when I left Lansing, but now you want to leave. So I see how it is. I, hey, let me tell you something. If I was in Florida like you... I'd be glad to get out of there too. Yeah. 
So, I mean, have you been play, still playing golf at all? I mean, I know you said you played golf in high school. Are you still doing that at all? Or? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying – right now I'm, I'm more worried about baseball gotcha. than anything. But, I mean – yeah, the clubs are always in the trunk, you know, just in case I need to pull them out and stop at a golf course, you know. You should uh, call up Josh because I hear he frequents, uh, yeah, what, he goes to some course out there all the time. Like, every time I text him, he's like, oh, I'm out golfing. Really? So, yeah, call Josh. He's. I can't, see him, I can't see him playing golf. Uh, yet he does. I guess he, watch, he even watches the PGA now. Like, it's a completely different scenario. Remember when he used to yell at us because he said it, it was really boring? Yeah. And now he's watching it, huh? Yeah. It's, it's times have changed. Funny how the tables have turned, huh? Yeah. I, who was it? Was that him or was that Andre that broke your dad's driveway? Or was it his driver? No, that was Poofall. Oh, was it? I thought Andre or somebody broke one of your dad's Are you at the at the driving range? Yeah. That was Andre. That was Andre. That's epic. <laughs> That was funny. I remember that. <laughs> so, uh, like, if you, so, what are you gonna do if you don't get drafted? Like, if for some reason nothing comes of baseball, what do you see yourself doing? I mean, hopefully, hopefully it does work out for me. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't, then I, I, I want to keep playing. My heart is still in the game. I love the game of baseball. I want to play for as long as I can. I mean, I'm healthy. I've never had an injury. And hopefully I can go and play independent ball somewhere. Yeah. You know, independent ball teams still get scouted. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no way in hell that I'm just going to hang them up. Yeah. Because I can't do it. I can't. Uh, actually, there's a guy that plays for the Sox that used to play for the Miners, the team I used to work for. Uh, Kushmal, I think is his name. I think he's probably in, like, double A AA or triple A now. Really? Yeah, he used to play for the minors. Uh, There's a guy by the name of Clay Zavada. He played for uh, Arizona for a while. He came out of the. There's a lot of good independent teams. You just got to know where to look, especially like if you want to stay. Oh, I mean, you don't want to stay in Illinois, obviously. <laughs> I mean, Tom, for me, I think it would just be anywhere that I can play baseball. Yeah. You know, and um, you remember Aaron Wasserman? Yeah, he's playing, or he's the uh, he's the pitching coach at, over at Windy City. Yeah, yeah, and then um, you re, you know you remember Shane Zagarek? Yeah, he's a pitcher over. I was just looking at that because I was thinking about trying to get both of them on here. Yeah, he um, he actually is with Windy City, and I actually played catch with him today because today's his off day. Yeah. But I mean, that was, was pretty he cool. in the wasn't Shane in the uh, Rangers? He was. Well, he, he never made it farther than like single A. I don't think he was. He was actually on the double A team with Bakersfield. Okay. And then I believe I want to say he made the forty man roster. Okay. I'm not quite positive though, and. It was like the first day of spring training two two years ago. Yeah, and he was going out to practice, and he missed the last step of his hotel and tore every ligament in his left ankle. Oh, that's yeah, no good. Yeah. So I remember, I think it was maybe my freshman. How old? When did he graduate? Did he graduate '03? Maybe. Um. Gosh. How old are you? Twenty-five. 
Yeah. Okay. I think he's 26. Okay, so maybe maybe he graduated 03, 04, but I remember like my sophomore, junior year, him signing with uh, University of Kentucky. I think that's where he originally signed. Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. That was yes. big news floating around town, was that? Yeah, signed that was big news. And then he ended up back in South Suburban, I think. He, yeah, he went from Eastern Kentucky over to South Suburban and then to my school, St. Joseph's. Yeah. And then got drafted out of St. Joseph's by the Rangers. Okay. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you got a good lineage. Because anybody else, you know, have come out of St. Joe's that got drafted, or there is a catcher in the Los Angeles Dodgers organization right now. His name's Mike Perrick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Look him up. Great guy. Great guy. Big guy catcher. Um, and then there was another kid that was supposed to come in with my with my grade. Yeah. But he took the draft his senior year in high school. He went to Sandberg High School. Okay. His right. name is uh, Greg Billow. I mean, I, I, I've talked to him maybe a couple times, and, I mean, he's a, he's a real good guy. He's actually with Kansas City right now. Yeah. So he's actually throwing real well, too. So, I mean, that's really all I had. I mean, we've been talking for almost an hour already. I didn't expect it to go quite this well. Oh, um, man. I mean, you wanted some stuff. I told you I'd get you. I know. That's, that's what I was hoping for. Uh, you got any stories you'd like to share? Any, like, shit that's happened <laughs> at playing uh, ball through college? or? I mean, I don't know. There was, a, there was a thing where we would do at our school where we would leave for Christmas break, and we were on our own for almost a month. And they would send us, like, a workout schedule, throwing schedule, what we were supposed to do. And then when we would come back, we would have, like, max out trainings and all this stuff to, like, see if we actually did what we were doing. Yeah. And then the first full week back at school, it was called Hell Week. And what it is is we wake up Monday through Friday... And it's just days of hell where all we do is run and sprint. And if you guys don't know what, do you know what burpees are? I've heard of them, but I never knew what they actually were. It's sort of like you're standing up and then you get down into a push-up position and then kick your feet back. Oh, Feet back up and then you get up in the air and put your arms in the air. Yeah. And we would do, like, sets of hundreds, and, oh, man, it was terrible. Like, you'd be walking to class on a Tuesday, and you can't feel your legs. So you're, like, rolling around in, like, bikes, and you can't feel your legs. It was just... It's like, oh, it's it was really so it. But at the same time, it was more for, like, team bonding yeah. Yeah, than yeah. anything. And then it's a big thing at school. It's called Hell Week Friday. Okay. And what it is is... It's our last day of the Hell Week, and we do our running and all that stuff. And then everyone goes to, like, the seniors' places where they live. Yeah. And we just start drinking at 7 o'clock in the morning. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, and then we drink all day, and it's, like, a huge, we're, like, alumni come back, and it's so great. 
So you'd say baseball's been a like, has it been more of a bonding experience? Did it help you get through college, or would you say if you didn't have baseball, you'd have gotten through college fine? I mean, like, does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. I think baseball kept me sane. Okay. You know, like, there's all those people that, hey, don't bother me. I got to do homework. Don't bother me. I got to do this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just a thing where, like, I could just get away and, you know, play some baseball for a little bit and then do some other things for a little bit and then I could incorporate school. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, your freshman, sophomore year, you stayed in the dorms, right? And my junior year. And your junior year? Yes. Um, how did – did they keep, like, all you baseball guys in the same dorm, or was it just kind of like wherever you were, you were? It was actually kind of cool because we got to – we got to pick who we wanted to room with. Okay. And then where we wanted to live. And then the school would either accept us to live there or not. And it was kind of based on quality points, which you get through, like, your grades. Okay. So, like, if you got an A, it was worth four quality points. Okay. B was three. So, it's kind of like the GPA scale, right? Well, I'd be screwed, but okay, go ahead. Yeah. We're not going to go there either with me. But um, what it was is we were a really smart team. Uh, I believe our team GPA was never under a 3-3. Okay. So, we were, we were like the smartest guys sports team on campus, which is a kind of cool accomplishment. And, um, of course, always is. Yeah, what we would do is we would all go live in the same dorm. So I remember my freshman and sophomore year, there were like 15 guys that lived in one dorm. Yeah. And what we would do is we'd all pile up in one, like, corner, and it was, like, from the bathroom all the way down the hall with nothing but baseball guys. Okay. So we would just all leave our rooms unlocked and create havoc, and it was awesome. So, I mean, the, like, I mean, the school also gave you the ability to bond with your team, which made you a better team. I could tell, like, especially when uh, I came down to visit that – or when I came to see your game, I could tell that you guys were really strongly bonded. And Was it more of the – how hard is it, like, every year when freshmen come in, did you ever have that – worry that freshmen were going to come in and kind of screw up this bond that the sophomores, juniors, and seniors have been building? Yes and no, because at at the beginning, it's like, okay, who are these guys? You know, you don't know them like you know all the other guys. But I believe that the first semester is for bonding and getting to know somebody and actually becoming friends with the guys, you know? Yeah. And then I believe that this is why they put baseball in second semester because after first semester is over with, there's no such thing as, on, on our baseball team, there's no such thing as freshmen, sophomores, juniors, or seniors. Okay. It was, if you play this position, you better work your ass off to play. Okay. You could be 18 or you could be 22. It doesn't matter. Who's ever the best player at that position is going to play. That's a good mentality to have. I mean... Yes, because you can't you can't look at it and be like, okay, well, he had trouble because he's a freshman. Yeah. You know? Like, okay, well, why isn't he any good because he's a senior? You know, you can't you can't you can't put that on that person. It needs to be that you need to work with your team as hard as you can in order to get them better along with yourselves 
so that you guys can be better in general. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean... But this year especially, it was hard because we had 25 new guys. Okay. And we carried 46 because we had a JV team as well. Yeah. And it was just really hard because we had 11 seniors and nine of them were pitchers. And only two of the pitchers didn't pitch. Yeah. Like, really a lot. Like, we lost all four of our starters, our two end-of-the-bullpen guys that came out of the bullpen, and basically we had one starter in the field returner. Okay. Like, that was basically it. Yeah. So we had to field eight new positions with freshmen or transfers. Okay. And, uh... Is it unusual for a D2 school to have a JV team, or is that pretty common nowadays? Um, I'm not quite sure, actually. We uh, we played in the GLVC, which was the Great Lakes Valley Conference, and which is the biggest conference in D2. Okay. So there were quite a few teams that had JV programs just because our conference was so big. Okay. So it was just for, like... Or extra roster spots, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, once you make a conference tournament, it's it's down to 22 guys. So, if you have 46 guys, that's got to be a hard cut down, you yeah. know? That's more than half your team right there. I mean, it's like... Yes, exactly. But, I mean, it's kind of... It's cool because it's kind of like you guys have, like, a minor league setup, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, if you have a team where... With 25 guys and there's like four or five guys that get hurt, you're screwed, you know? That makes sense. I mean, 22, the majors, they require 25, isn't it? 25-man active roster. Well, it's 40, but then, like... Yeah, it's 25 big league roster. Yeah. Yeah. And, but... But, so, your pitcher, uh, how do you, like, you only pitch once a... Well, I guess it would be once every fifth day, but playing college ball it's a little different because you only played on weekends right yeah yeah only on weekends it kind of got to the point where people would come up to me and be like all right well we'll see you next weekend you know yeah but i mean the thing was is when i wasn't pitching i was in every game um whether it was cheering on my teammates or trying to steal signs from the other pitching coach okay you know like that's what i that's what i did i tried to I tried to steal what the pitching coach was relaying to the catcher so that we knew what pitches they were throwing. And that actually was kind of my next question. Like, how did you, knowing you, your senior year, you pitched either the Friday game or the first Saturday game, however the schedule would break down. Yes. And so how do you keep yourself in the game? Like, I mean, I know pitcher working for a minor league or an independent team, I know the pitchers were kind of like, got their own community. What was What's that like in college baseball? I mean, it, I mean, it's fun. We have we have so many things to do. We uh, we actually keep a lot of charts. Um, we try to we try to pick up as much as we can possible. Okay. You know, um, we try like before on bases. We try to look for if the catcher's legs are open so that we can see his signs. You know, we try to relay as much as we can to help our team win. Okay. You know, and then when I'm not doing that, I am usually right next to my coach charting down what our pitchers are doing. Okay. So that, like, we take care of each game and see how we can 
to produce a scouting report for each team. Okay. Yeah, that's – so basically when you're not pitching, you're learning more about the game that you're playing, basically. Is. Yes, and you learn so much when you're in the game, but you can also learn so much being a spectator outside the game. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's really all I had uh, – Hopefully, within the next couple of days, we'll know if you're going to be playing baseball. Right. Well, I mean, obviously, you said you want to keep playing baseball, so you're going to try and catch on anywhere you can. Yes, that is correct. Um, so, hopefully, I mean, within by Thursday or whatever, we'll know if you're in the big league or well, not really in the big leagues, but if you're <laughs> playing affiliated ball. Yes, we will. Hopefully, hopefully it works out for me, Tom. Hopefully, hopefully you're in the uh, Gulf Coast League, so I can come watch you play every now and again. It's hey, I wouldn't mind that. Gulf Coast, or actually, the Florida State League would even be better because they play on the uh, East Coast, and I wouldn't have to travel that far. Oh, look at you trying to save gas. Hey, when you're driving the <laughs> white boat that I am, you're going <laughs> to save gas any way you can. Let's not start talking about cars. Oh, you want to start talking about cars? No, not at all. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, it's been great talking to you. I, I, it's been a while since we've actually had a chance to sit down, talk one-on-one in person. It's completely different being talking via text or whatever it is we do. So, exactly. I mean, I want to thank you for having me. Yeah, and that's going to wrap it up for today, folks. Um, I really hope you enjoyed the interview. I know I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, make sure you check me out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash ballparkbums. Or we're also on Twitter, uh, ballpark underscore bums. Or if you have any questions or comments or just want to talk to me about anything baseball, you can email me at ballparkbums at yahoo.com. That's all we have for today. I will see you next week.